Hi, this is Julius and welcome to the Pieces to Wait podcast show. Um, this is season one on feminism, piece four. We have um, Geraldine. She is the lead organizer of ACLU, San Diego and Imperial Counties. She has been, she is born and raised in Southside Stockton. Welcome to the show, Geraldine. Hey, thanks, Julius. Thanks for having me. All right, so let's get to it. <laughs> so what is your view on feminism today? What's going on with the Women's March and the Me Too movement addressing uh, sexual harassment, sexual abuse, but also in the volatile climate of this bullshit Trump administration? Yeah. Um, so, right. So I think, um, I mean, in essence, and feminism is nothing new, right? Uh, I think, like, in fact, though, just with everything that's been going on more recently, I think what's what's great to see is that, you know, a lot of these issues are being put up into the forefront. That and um, we're learning and, and embracing more of intersectional feminism, right? Which for folks that um, may, may not be in the spaces or, you know, may not um, have, have understood or heard the, that term, it, it, I mean, it, it is meant to bring more awareness to uh, feminism, not only... Um, being inclusive of your, gen- of your gender, but also sexuality, race, um, and not only identity, but also experiences. So um, to me, that means, you know, say, for example, like folks uh, that have uh, struggled through the criminal justice system who, you know, may be an immigrant or undocumented, like any of, like lived experiences really add to um, people's unique experience with, with being a woman, if that's how they identify, you know? Um, and I think it's a beautiful thing. I think it's really important more than ever, right? Uh, or it always has been. And yeah. I'm like, I just really love that, um, you know, I know historically um, it has been, you know, uh, white women who have been mm. um, taking a lot of credit and a lot of lead with, with this. But I see a lot of really strong ass black and brown women, yeah. you know, positioning themselves and, and working with others um, at the forefront which is amazing yeah and definitely and uh, how does that shape your uh, identity you know because the, the, the general narrative has always been black and brown but Asians you know has been kind of like in a weird space and even when we talk about Asian you're you know you're Filipino uh-huh. um, so so am I um do you consider yourself Filipino, a- Asian, a Filipina, or an Asian woman? How would you describe yourself? Yeah, uh, and this is a, a it, it is a, yeah, a long-standing issue that folks in our community have been, you know, talking about and debating for a long time, and I think people will continue to do it. Uh, I want to acknowledge that everyone, you know, a lot of different people see this differently, and that's okay too. You know, personally, I identify as Filipina. Right, uh, I, 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 you know, partially as uh, to bring awareness to the fact that like we really need to disaggregate a lot of the, um, a, a lot of this information and resources when it comes to like how we're serving API communities. That's with my like, you know, organizer um, professional hat on. But even <laughs> just in general, right? Like, I think it's important for there are what how many. Um, different cultures and ethnicities uh, under the API umbrella and it's really important that you know folks are seen representation is everything and I think that's really important yeah definitely so being a Filipina um, 
in the San Diego region, you know, we're we're very associated with Asian, you know, uh, or you know the Asian perceptions, and unfortunately, where perception comes stereotype. And as a as the lead organizer for the South Bay, that's you know Chula Vista, National City, San Isidro, Southeast San Diego, and all this in the county areas. How is your experience like? You know, when you're dealing with this community, when you're in those communities of color, and they see you know a Filipina, and their minds like, oh, is an Asian woman. You know, and whatever activate their stereotypes. Have you encountered being treated differently or affected you? Um. Yeah, kind of. Uh, I think, like, particularly when I started, uh, you know, you know, working um, on civil rights uh, issues and civil liberties issues, you know, like immigration, criminal justice reform, things like I had mentioned earlier to um, uh, to many others. Like, you know, I think uh, for the most part, APIs are still somehow not in those narratives and we're not represented and um, to me then walking into those spaces it's sort of like um, exciting but really intimidating because I felt I feel like a lot of the times that I have to be the one voice that has to stick up for that I'm one of the only like Filipina organizers in in working across those issues here in San Diego County, and I, um, and it's it's tough because it feels really lonely sometimes, and I get um, sometimes I'm like having these like mental debates and conversations in my head where I'm just like oh, like constantly battling between um, why do I have to be the one person who sticks up for this, and then versus like also I'm an organizer and this is what we should be doing and I should be doing my part and contributing to that conversation and and pushing the needle every which way I can um and I think then um so so folks when it comes to civil rights issues in general like aren't really sure where I land not to say that that's to say like they they treat me any differently you know Mm -hmm. but I think though like um it gets a little uh awkward or it just makes me kind of frustrated when um i'm out there talking about these issues right um and a lot of the the stories and the narratives are 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 um around other communities but or like non-api communities um and and sort of constantly trying to insert like us in the in that in those conversations you know um right and then and and for me though i think it's like for me it's like all right well so we need to make sure that you know we're organizing more folks that are api mm-hmm. into this space you know um yeah. i think even just taking it a step back like thinking about like um my identity as a filipina yeah okay. right and kind of i think where my kind of cultural upbringing um came from i think it's really interesting because like you know um when it comes to my culture like feminist values typically sort of um intersect but also butt heads with like yeah. right with a lot of gender <laughs> yeah. norms yes. and filipino yeah. culture you yeah know, oh right? yeah yeah um, it's, you know i i see my uh, my my female cousins you know get treated so much differently you know um yeah, yeah, it's, you, you, know, you right. Bad, you know? So like, well, so here's the interest. Like, but it's interesting because a lot of um, the foundation in my family, um, 
and and I know many other Filipino families and communities um, comes from matriarchal figures in the family right mm-hmm, yeah. like moms is always planning and organizing the yeah. parties yeah. moms is always in the in the back like cooking and organizing and like yeah, getting right. like the family together yeah. and stuff like that yeah. and um i think you know so thinking about where i draw like a lot of my strength and resilience that makes sense because i'm like okay like i definitely pull from that like because my mom was definitely the matriarch of like my bigger family like she has nine brothers and sisters oh, right wow. and so i have like 30 cousins and stuff like that, or something like that yeah. somewhere around there um and and so there's there's that side yeah. and then but in addition to that i think being strong quote unquote like i think okay. comes with an undertone of like stoicism that is also pervasive and prevalent in our culture too yeah right like what it's, do you or it, it's very i don't know what your experience is no but, um i it, it's more like adopting the very Western value. I mean, you know, America did, have, you know, conquer us and, you know, integrate us. Um, very um, kind of like the Western cowboy stoic hero, you know, kind right. of like um, don't show any emotions. Just, yes. you know, okay, just do your job, you know, like, like yeah. Right. So oh, I'm so glad that you mentioned that because it's like so growing up, I was told a lot like not to cry. I, I, mm-hmm. I was sort of raised to feel like showing emotion uh was showing weakness yeah and then of course like religion and post-colonialism mm-hmm. like issues come into play there's this whole yeah. like i mean we can even talk about just post-colonial feminism yeah. that <laughs> is prevalent right so there's yeah. all these things right yes <laughs> and, I, and 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 so all of that is is comes out and i and and so it's really interesting because i as an organizer, anytime I put myself out into the field, I bring all of that into the room oh, wow. with me. And so I'm constantly having to sort of um, grow and figure out and kind of like, um, and, and, and sort of like piece together, like, honestly, what I want to, where I want to grow more into and what things I want to shed. Mm. Which is tough, right? It's very crazy because while the, bringing in our API communities, knowing yeah. that we're all going through it. Yeah, <laughs> no, definitely, and I, I think that's a challenge because you know, like when you're basically decolonizing your, you know, yourself in what our culture kind of raised and respects to wow, I want to adopt some new ways of thinking. Yes. What has been the great challenge, especially being, uh, you know, being a, a woman? You know, in in the context of you know, the Filipino culture, what's your you know, the decolonizing process? So, because you know, you're expected to go to church on the Sunday, you right. go to prayers. Well, luckily, you know, luckily and my then, mom gave up a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> luckily, she gave up a long time ago because I think she just saw the signs that I wasn't going. So, uh, but you know, I do have a lot of family members that are still very religious, and 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 so there's just sort of like lightweight like criticism there when they're like, oh, you don't go to church, I'm like. No, um, but anyway, I think so. There's like so many different ways that that shows up. I think yeah. one way, though, I mean, um, this is especially I think for uh, women in the Filipino culture, but I mean, definitely for everyone else too. Yeah. But I think so. For example, like as a culture, like I think we tend to think more. So, so success is a big thing right oh wow yeah success is a big sort of weight that you carry with you the day that you're born (laughs) yes right like carrying and it's and it's not just in filipino cultures it's in a lot of other um 
uh, other other uh, communities of color as well, yeah. for sure. Um, but there is this sort of you're raised with these expectations to be um, successful for yourself, but for your family. Yes. Right. Aka. How much money are you making? AKA, (laughs) are you going to be a nurse, an accountant, or a a doctor, or a lawyer, or something like that? Anyway, like, I think... So, um, sorry to interview you. Just speaking on that, you chose a very different career path from expected of a a Filipina, you know, which is, you know, typically the nursing route or even, you know, the Navy in respects. You chose to be a community organizer in the front line of issues that are affecting everyday folks especially our communities of color how is that like you know knowing um i uh, uh, so i'm gonna speak for myself i graduated in sociology i was the only filipino in my uh, undergrad class you know except for my japanese friend everyone else was yeah. it was interesting i'm like oh my gosh like i'm the only person like this and especially in, in the nonprofit world we're there's not a lot of uh, uh, uh asian pacific uh, islanders you know there's, there are, but it's not like, wow. But, yeah. How is that like for you to choose this uh, career path as an organizer? Yeah. I mean, and again, so I, uh, so even just to, to sort of um, choose it and to, like, go through this journey of, of having this career, which I definitely would have never expected, even if you were to ask me, like, in high school or whatever. Um, I think, again, it, it kind of goes back to, like, sort of those... Um, that sort of paradox or that kind of like uh like that tension where it's like we're made to grow up to to talk about like to to be successful quote unquote Mm -hmm. but it's more general success not necessarily equitable success Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to gender norms right so we don't we don't talk about we talk about definitely like for so for example like for myself or for you and our families like our parents are have have we've been raised to, to and have been told by our parents and our family like be successful, make a lot of money, you know, whatever. But yeah. with that, it's not about let's make sure other people are successful. Oh, let's yeah. make sure it's, that we're mm. made creating a society where everyone is given equal opportunity yeah. to be successful, especially for women, yeah. right? Um, and expanding that like, notion of the term. And so, you know, with doing that, it's like I I feel like I, it's sort of um, an act of that resistance. And I think, like, yes, it's true that there are not enough of us, but then this is the moment where we're in this moment where we can choose to look away or we can choose to fight forward yeah. and we can choose to kind of be a part of that difference, right? Yeah. And I think, like, as in, in, in with feminist ideals, we have to carry that forward, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, I think I, it's a privilege, and I have to acknowledge that too, for me to even be in those spaces. So, how am I also using my privilege and my position to lift up other women, particularly, yeah. especially like in the API community, when there aren't that many um, female API organizers in the field? <laughs> uh, one hand, <laughs> you know, unfortunately, <laughs> but you know, hopefully, you know, it could go beyond that. But yeah, um, you know, no, definitely. Don't you find it ironic where, um, as a uh, collectivist culture, you know, we focus on the group, success is an individualistic goal. Exactly. It's it's such a, you know, I just realized, wow, that's a paradox. Exactly. Wait, you know, like, we're supposed to give up everything for our family, but then, same time, get chores. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But you don't necessarily oh but you don't really have to spend time on like other people though yeah yeah so <laughs> like or, or there's there there um which yeah it's like a paradox because also like a lot of like 
Filipino culture is super tribal as well, and we yeah. uh, we band together when whenever we can. So yeah. I like I would love to see and and be um, and and work with folks to to kind of like uh, celebrate that and 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 grow it too. Yeah. I think um, really it's it's all it is is it's just about like making sure that. Um, women but really just anyone human yeah. beings can live and thrive and be beautiful and be amazing yeah. no definitely cool and last question any uh, any advice or ways uh, men I don't know how I'm still like you know we're on peace for you know and how can uh, men be um, allies or be you know, understanding or you know I, I, I hope I'm still trying to frame it see this is a work in progress I'm being transparent I'm this question yeah how can us men be better can you be can can uh can we call it co-conspirator sure (laughs) hey wow this is an interesting term co-conspirator right well because i think like um this is and this is something that like i've been having more recent conversations around like transforming the term ally to be more of a co-conspirator because and and i think with that like sort of slightly shifting the the understanding of the term to like not you're gonna step back but hey like we're gonna work together yes. you're gonna help lift up the yes. folks that have been historically marginalized right yeah. and 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 forgotten and erased from these spaces um so we're gonna make sure that we're intentional with um lifting up particularly in like the feminist movement i guess like black and brown women right yeah. or um depending on your experience or whatever like raising up those experiences that are often washed away mm-hmm. however like we need everyone and so if you are a male or even white a white ally or a white woman female ally or whatever like let's be co-conspirators let's yeah. work together like i want you i want you to link arms with me yeah. like i want like you know this to um to bridge understanding and i think that like um i think like definitely like listening right and Mm -hmm. and and taking a second to kind of like uh learn from other folks uh women as as far as like what their experience are is is very important but also i mean when it like i just mentioned a little earlier like it really is just um it really is just like sharing the value that Everyone should, should have equal opportunity to thrive and be successful and feel like they belong. Yeah. Right? Like, and, and <laughs> like, that's, and that's it. And, and I think if we come from that, then we, we are on more even grounding to then build um, community with each other. Right? Because yeah. um, I think, uh, like, you know, my partner, um, we've had kind of a similar conversation, too, mm-hmm. with, like, how to be how to how to be there and show up oh, for each awesome. other right that's awesome um but honestly like i think talk to other people about how they want folks to show up and mm-hmm. and you know take note and or listen to that but yeah it's, it, i mean it's really like how can we show up for each other yeah right how i mean how are we really just coming into the space with compassion and empathy and understanding and knowing that hey like we got each other yeah right and let's move forward together um while also just like acknowledging uh, the different identities and the experiences in the room and making sure that we're lifting up too, especially like, again, those that have been historically forgotten. Yeah, it's awesome. Thank you uh, for your time. Um, any last words? Any shameless plug? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, not really. I mean, again, like, th- I mean, this is a, this is a great thing that you're doing. Um, you. you know, I hope to have 
uh, more conversations around this. I appreciate you, like, um, you know, putting putting us on with our community and yeah. stuff. And so, yeah. Yeah, cool. So, again, thank you. Uh, Pieces to Wait is available wherever you listen to your podcast. Apple, Spotify, Google, etc., etc., or go to juliusalejandro.com. Thank you.